Good morning, good people. My name is Nikki J, and I am your host of the Black Girl Budget Podcast. Shout out to all the subscribers to the newsletter. A new newsletter is dropping next week, and the tips are going to be good. But you have to have that follow through and execute. Remember, shout out to all the followers of the podcast. We have over 50 followers, which may not sound like a lot, but I remember when we had 10. And honestly, I thought 10 followers was a lot at the time. (laughs) Um, Also, as you all know, we have an international audience and we are officially, officially in Somalia, Iran, and India. I... I'm shook. I'm shook. We got over 1,300 downloads in the last six days. Um, oh, today makes seven days. So, like, y'all are killing the podcast right now. Um, I'm so excited that we have so many listeners. Y'all follow the podcast. Continue to share with your friends, families, frenemies, and enemies because they need this financial information as well. So, I I checked the stats. Um, because we were over 5,000 downloads, Ash and I went out last night and celebrated by getting some really amazing Mexican food. So thank you guys for giving me a, race, a reason to go find some good Mexican food because we've been craving it for quite some time. Now, let's talk about some of the people who sent me their BGB news is what I'm going to call it. So if you ever send me good news, I'm just going to call it BGB news. Um, I got a DM from Rissa who said she expects to get a big tax refund and is going to prioritize catching up on her bills and putting money into her high-yield savings account for a down payment on a house. Like, Rissa, I just want to say shout-out to you because at no point in time are people thinking about catching up on bills with their tax refund. (laughs) Like, y'all, we're not even going to play. We're not even going to play. No one is thinking about that. But I'm so proud of you for prioritizing that and really saying I need to catch up on my bills this is the perfect time to do it so shout out to you use that tax refund I also love that she she specifically put in her message to me that she is putting money into her high yield savings account for a down payment on a house and y'all know how I feel about high yield savings account it's way better than just a traditional savings um so So shout out to her. She's using all the tools and resources available to her. Uh, Jamie Lynn messaged me and said that her credit score has increased by 19 points. That's amazing. Like, that that is crazy. That is crazy. 19 points, you go. You go. I can't. I can't even imagine that boost. I I would be doing backflips in my house if I had that kind of boost right now. So (laughs) that's awesome. Uh, Dominique said that she, quote, upgraded her goals and she is going to be saving an extra hundred dollars beginning in june that's a good bit of money like that's a good bit of money and i love that she upgraded her goals like my girl's like i it's time for me to make a change (laughs) um ali literally sent me a screenshot of her 790 credit score 800 club here we come 790 is really high like if you went into a car dealership or if you went anywhere where you might need to get a loan and they found out what your credit score was like the chance that they don't offer you wine is very very low (laughs) the people will roll out the red carpet for you when they realize that your credit score is high and I know some of the countries listening to this don't have credit scores just just be thankful that you don't. Um, but for those of us who do, y'all know that like high credit scores will get you that good, good treatment. Now, this next message, I'm not going to lie. 
it 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 tugged at my heartstrings, and that's a lot because I'm an Aquarius. That's a lot. Um, it tugged at my heartstrings, and this message was from Tabitha, and she said, "Hey, I've been listening to your podcast for a few weeks. Basically, binged almost every episode." But just wanted to share that you've really said some things in your podcast that stuck with me. And I love when you touch on mindset shift and it's helped a ton. I started a new job on December 1st and my salary is almost three times as much as my old job. And can you believe I found myself saying this isn't enough money? That's literally when I said no more. I started tracking my spending and being more accountable. And girl, since then, I've saved 1000 $250. Now I'm going to pause on Tabitha real quick because let me put this into perspective for y'all. Tabitha says she started a new job on December 1st and she has been able to save over $1,200 by making the conscious decision to stop overspending and to track her expenses. She saved over $1,200 in less than 60 days. Is anybody, are y'all, y'all are clapping. Y'all are clapping. I feel it. That's crazy. Like, that's amazing good. That's crazy good. She goes on to say this is the first time that she will have money left over in her account, specifically $200. She said there's a brunch happening this weekend that she wants to go to, but she knows if she goes that she will spend the $200, which honestly, it's so easy to spend that much money when you're out having a good time. She said, um... TBH, this will be her first time ever having money left over in her account. She says she knows these are small wins, but they're huge for her. So first, let me say this to y'all. I don't care how small someone else thinks your win is. You celebrate every win. You celebrate it because it's a step closer to the life you want, the peace you want, the wealth that you want. It's your win. And don't ever ever let anybody downplay your win. I don't care if it's your mama, your daddy, your sister, your kids, your partner. I don't care if it's your dog. No, 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 no. You're going to celebrate your wins and you're going to enjoy them because they're your wins. And I, I can't wait for this collaboration that I have with um, Nika from Debt Free Gonna Be because she touches on that. And she says, you know, no win is too small, right? Like, Every win is big for you because at some point in time, you didn't have money left over in your account. At some point, you did have overdraft fees. At some point, you weren't saving money, and now you are. So it is a big step to go from what you weren't doing a year ago to what you are doing today. I don't care how small you think your win is compared to somebody else. Don't even compare it because it's yours, and that's what you're celebrating. They're all big wins, and celebrating each step on this journey will keep you motivated and encouraged to keep moving forward. It's so interesting, though, that Tabitha sent me this message because I was struggling with this week's episode. I'm, I'm not going to lie. So I have to come up with what I'm going to talk about in these episodes. Um, and sometimes I can think of a few episodes in like five minutes. And then there are other times where I it takes me days to figure out what I'm going to say. So around like Monday or Tuesday of this week, I thought, aha, I know exactly what I'm going to say. Well, by Wednesday, I'd convinced myself that no one needed to hear this. No one would care. It wouldn't make sense. And then I think Tabitha messaged me on like Thursday and sent me that message. And <laughs> it was basically confirmation that people need this information and that it's going to help at least one person. So 
we're going to jump into this because in episode three of this season, we talked about quantifying our goals. And I specifically discussed affordability as a way to quantify your goals. But affordability plays another major role in our finances. So let's just dig right into it. Today, we're going to talk about three ways to determine whether or not you can afford something. And the third one is my absolute favorite. But the reason that this is important is because you're going to go through the year and and things are going to come up and you are going to have to stop yourself. It's like a microsecond, right? It's like someone says, hey, let's. Let's just go to New York real quick, right? On a three-day weekend, let's just go to New York. We got nothing else going on. In a millisecond, you are either going to turn to that person and say, yes, absolutely, I need cheesecake. Or you are going to have a a full-blown conversation with yourself. And you're going to remember all the goals and everything you have. And you're going to say, I can't afford that right now. But first, we're going to figure out what are the three ways that we even determine whether or not we can afford something because this is going to help you with that conversation that you have in your head. The first way is probably very common to most of us and this is this is a question of is there enough money in my bank account to pay for this thing? Sometimes the answer is no and we move on to the next question, right? I don't have enough money in my account to afford this, so what's the next best thing? Credit. So we say, can I afford this thing? Do I have the money in my bank account? No. And then we go on to say, can I afford to put this on my credit card? Which should really translate to, if I put this on my credit card, can I pay it off before the interest hits? That's really how that should translate. But sometimes it does not translate like that. And what we really say is, is it worth putting on my credit card? Meaning I can't afford to pay it off right now. If the interest hits, is it really worth paying the cost? plus the interest. So we've got our goals written down in January. We're saving money. Our credit score is increasing. Our skin is clearing up. Our hair is growing, right? And then a friend or family member says, hey, let's go out. Let's go to dinner. Let's go to brunch. Let's go on vacation. And before we know it, we're spending money and pushing our goals back. With this kind of affordability, it is much easier for us to say no to things when we simply do not have the money available. So flex this muscle in 2022. If you don't have it in cash, you can't afford it. I was talking to someone the other day and they were like, oh my gosh, let's let's set up a trip to go do X, Y, Z. And I looked at them and said, I cannot afford to do that right now. <laughs> like literally the money is not in my account. And I looked at them and said, how can you afford to do this right now? And I, like before they could even respond, I said, without a credit card, could you honestly look at me and tell me if you could afford to do this in cash? And they were like, nah, I, I can't, I can't. And so we, we both had to have that moment where we were like, we simply cannot afford it as in the money is not there. And we, if we put it on our credit cards, interest would accrue. It's not worth putting it on the credit card to pay the actual cost plus the interest. So we opted to not plan any additional trips because we just, we can't afford it. So, so the first way is very common, right? Someone asks you to do something, you know in your heart of hearts, in your bank account, that there is no money. So you say no and you can't afford it. Now, here's the second way to determine whether or not you can afford something. You have to determine the value of a thing. So, for example, have you ever had someone ask you to, like, 
do something or go somewhere and you have the money to do it. Like it is in your bank account. You got cash in your purse, in your wallet, and you, you can afford it. You can pay for yourself and the person who asked you to go. But then you're like, do I want to go? Like you're grappling with yourself. Like, do I really want to go do this thing? I remember I had a friend invite me to go out to a club in Ybor City, which is in Tampa. I hate this club with a passion. Like, I'm not even going to say what club it is. I, I hope it doesn't even exist anymore. I hate this club. It, every time I leave it, I smell like cigarettes. It, it is awful. It is awful. Um, and this was years ago. This was years ago. So they invite me to go out to this club. I'm like, oh, gosh. But I had the money to go. I had the money to go, and I had a cute outfit ready. But I didn't find any value in going to that club, right? I didn't find any value in hanging out with this friend at that particular spot. I found more value in staying in my bed and watching HGTV, honestly. Like, I I love HGTV. And so consider the value of a thing for the rest of this year and see if that changes your outlook on what you can afford. Is the value of X worth the amount of time I had to work to make that money? Is it worth me leaving my house? Is it worth me swiping my card? If you are not excited to do X, it's probably because you don't find it valuable enough. There are so many times, I I know y'all are thinking of a recent situation where somebody asked you to do something or go somewhere and your literal thought was, I'm going to cancel like an hour before it's time for me to leave, right? Or or I'm going to say yes today, but two days before I'm going to follow up with that person and say, hey, are, are we still on? Hoping that the person says no or trying to find an excuse for you to say no, right? It's so common. Is that a millennial thing? I don't know. I don't know, but I know it's common enough. I, I had a friend um, recently. We scheduled like going to um, dinner, I think. I don't remember where we were going. But we were like, yeah, we're going to go. We're going to have a great time. We're going to get these awesome tacos. It's going to be great. And like the morning of, it it was snowing up here. We're in the DMV. So it was snowing up here uh, and it stopped. It like stopped snowing. The snow did not stick to the ground. It was clear. We could have drove. Like it was fine. And she texted me and said, hey, listen, it's not snowing over here anymore. Is it snowing by you? I said, no, it stopped. And she's like, okay. While I recognize that it's not snowing, there's nothing preventing us from going. I'm really trying to decide if I want to leave the warmth of my house. And I told her, same. I also am trying to decide if I want to put on four layers of clothes to meet you for dinner and get tacos. And if I'm being honest, I don't. And we, at the time, we found no value in leaving our homes, or at least staying home was more valuable to us than going out. So sometimes that will determine whether or not you can afford something because you just simply don't find it as valuable as maybe someone else. Or in the moment, it's just not what you want to do. And honestly, it not being what you want to do will save you a lot of money in and of itself. Now, the third way is my absolute favorite. I do this all of the time like a lot (laughs) so so when I was paying my card note right I was using my card note as target practice and I was sending like $1,700 a month toward my card note because I was aggressively trying to pay it off as soon as possible so someone asked me to go on a trip I think it was like a girl's weekend or something and I said to them I can't afford that right now Now, I'm pretty transparent with um, my finances on the Internet. So it was a little awkward because I was 
like celebrating the fact that I one could afford to send so much money toward my car note, but that I was paying it down at such a rapid rate. So obviously this friend follows me on social media. They knew that we talked about it before, you know, whatever. So we had a bit of an awkward moment, but I eventually had to explain I can't afford that right now. And could I have afforded the trip? Absolutely. I could have taken $700 of that $1,700 and used that toward the girls' trip, but it would have pushed my goals back, right? Instead of paying off my car in 2020, that would have pushed my goal back to 2021. And so I didn't want to do that. I set my goal. My, my plan was to pay it off by December of 2020, and that's what I wanted to stick to. If I took $700 of that, it was going to push me back by a month, but it might have also derailed me to where I was like, oh, well, I only sent $1,000 this month. Maybe I can afford to send $1,000 next month. It starts to trickle, and sometimes it can get out of hand where we make one decision to skip a payment or we make one decision to scale back on how much we're going to send. And before you know it, we just scale all the way down to the minimum monthly payment. And we take that extra money and we go shopping or we travel or we hang out with friends. And so you have to be really careful when it comes to prioritization. This third way is prioritizing your goals over affordability. So let's break this down a little bit. Sometimes we have the money in our account. We can afford to do whatever someone's asking us to do or whatever we want to do ourselves, right? We have the money in our account. If we swipe our credit card, we could pay that balance off tomorrow. But instead, we are prioritizing other things like Tabitha and her message. We can afford the brunch, but we're prioritizing having money left over in our account. We're prioritizing paying off a debt, maybe saving or investing. So we say it's not in our budget or we can't afford it. And we know what that means, although others may not interpret it the same way. Now, now let me say this. This is completely different from your allotted monthly spending money. I'm talking about dipping into your goal money to go out, to buy something, to go on a trip, etc. Prioritize goals and recognize that if you cannot afford to do it today, that's okay. You're working on being able to afford it tomorrow. It's not enough to have goals set, right, and to quantify those goals and prioritize them because what happens when distraction and temptation gets in your way? Hmm? You have to be prepared to flex that no muscle. And one of the easiest ways is determining what you can afford. If you don't have the money, then it's an easier response, right? It's like, I don't have the money. I can't afford that. Next question. I'm not going to put it on my credit card. But if you have the money, you have to ask yourself, is there value in this thing? This oftentimes is an easy answer because, like we said, the warmth of our bed is probably going to be a better choice than ever going outside in the cold. <laughs> but then you also want to ask, is there a goal that you're prioritizing that this decision may affect negatively? Right. That's that third way is that we're really trying to prioritize our goals. And so, for example, I have three hundred dollars of spending money every month. Once that $300 is spent, I could theoretically dip into the extra money that I'm sending toward my IRA or the extra money that I'm sending toward my emergency fund. But it's going to derail my goals. Once I start to derail them for the month of February and then for the month of March, right, it could spiral out of control very easy. I've worked very hard to be disciplined. So I have to stick to that and remember that even if I can't, quote, afford it today, 
I'm working to be able to afford it tomorrow or next month or next year, which will honestly get here much faster than we think. So as you move throughout the year, keep these affordability methods in the forefront of your mind because distraction and temptation is not a respecter of persons, right? I am distracted and tempted all of the time. If y'all could see the ads that pop up on my Instagram, the ads, the ads that pop up on TikTok don't even make sense to me and I still be wanting to buy stuff. Even just scrolling the internet and ads pop up, it's crazy. And I want to buy all of it, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a new set of pots that just came out. Let me try it. Oh, Macy's just dropped a new luggage set. I really need to buy it. Where am I traveling right now? Where am I going? Exactly. So so temptation and distractions are going to be out there for all of us. But we have to remember we have goals that are set. We have quantified those goals. We have prioritized the order in which we are going to pay them. And now anything outside of that, we need to determine whether or not we can afford it. Okay. So as you move through the year, keep that in the forefront of your mind and ask yourself, can I afford it? Remember, Um, In an earlier episode, I talked about that cup that we all hold. Is your spending habit the size of a quarter or the size of a dollar? This is one way that you can determine that. Make that holding your cup much smaller so you can continue to pour into your finances. Now, this is the last week of January, and we moved through this month so quick. I feel like it's still January 2nd, but this is the last weekend of January, and we're we're quickly moving into February. February is my birthday month and my budget looks crazy, but I'm very excited to move into month two of the year, still tackling our financial goals and catching these wins with you all. I love hearing from you all about your financial success. So please continue to share those stories with me. Make sure you follow the podcast, like this episode and drop a comment. Remember that the Black Girl Budget Notebooks are still on sale and shipping is free. And as always, Happy budgeting. I'll see you all next episode.